Timothy grew up in the oil fields of West Texas. He's been all over the Western Hemisphere, a radio and TV veteran, former restaurateur, and a cowboy at heart. He's Earl Farrell, and he calls Memphis home because Memphis is cool. This, this is the Earl Farrell for Memphis show, brought to you by Southern Security, your home team credit union, and by Kathy Thurman Edwards State Farm Insurance. And now, here's your host, Earl Farrell. Uh, thank you very much, and welcome in on a very uh, nice sunny day well there's some clouds out there and there's a chance of precipitation but the humidity has left for a while it will return it knows its way back uh before we get going i just want to let you know there is an accident out on i uh i-40 in the uh eastbound lane it's right there at germantown parkway so be aware of that otherwise traffic's moving rather smoothly out there uh we're going to get right to it today we've got uh, vicky gandy from team gandy her son thomas is not here today though because he's He's uh, out. Somebody has to be out there working. Yeah. And uh, joining us also is uh, Andy O'Fee, who is with the Crump company, Mortgage Company of Crump fame. Everybody knows about Crump here in Memphis. Welcome, both of you. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks. We're so glad to be here today because uh, we've got some exciting, well, some, some exciting real estate news that we've just recently intact today found out about. So we thought we'd just kind of bend your ear a little bit. Well, because I know there's so many people that are looking, so many people are sitting there saying, do I sell now? Do, you know, there's very few houses on the market. And then there are people that want to buy. But, and I'm hearing like well, I was some, some friends just sold a house uh, out to where I live near Halley. Uh, it was on the market one day and they got 20,000 more cash on top of what they were asking for. And that's uh-huh. kind of what we're talking about. Uh, we're trying to come up that we just had the National Association of Realtors uh, 2023 legislative meetings in Washington. And my broker, Sue Turner, was there. And she came back with a lot of exciting news that they're they're trying to uh, help build inventory and supply and affordable housing again. And people don't realize that we have a 50-year shortage. I didn't even realize that now no, in I real estate. Either. I mean, 50-year shortage of homes, affordable homes. And um, basically, we're trying to do some different things. And they've got already have um, representatives that are they're sponsoring some of these um, priorities that the realtors have presented. So we're excited about that. And one of them is about capital gains, about um, that capital gains are trying to update the capital gains exclusions because they haven't raised them since 1997. And, you know, the properties have gone up quite a bit since 1997. Yeah. yeah. And so what's happening is a lot of older folks aren't selling their homes because they just can't afford to, because they, they don't want to have to pay all the taxes and stuff. But Andy's got a lot of things he wants to share about, too. There's so much There's so much in this, we can't even go around all of it. And all these things are being proposed, but they're excited. I'm excited the fact that they're listening to us, and they're hearing what we're saying. We're calling the National, National Association of Realtors, and they're now talking to their representatives. And it, getting, We were hearing this thing about where the people with good credit were going to have to start paying for people with bad credit, and you, you get an extra point on whatever your uh, loan was for. And they were discounted uh, points and, and didn't have to put as much of a down payment on. Everybody's going, what's wrong with this picture? And so everybody immediately started calling their senators and legislators. And I think that's where you all are at right now. Right. So <clears throat> LPA is the, uh, the term that you're probably hearing in the news a lot, loan level price adjustments. They've been around for you know, 15 years. And basically Freddie Mac and Fannie Mae put them in place to uh, address risk with a borrower. So higher credit, good income, low loan to value. You're going to get a premium price on the rate. Bad credit, high loan to value, adjustment will cause you to pay a higher interest rate, which makes sense. The Freddie and Fannie were adjusting these after the housing debacle in 07 and 08. And they wanted to make sure that people back then were being rewarded and today were rewarded for having good credit. Now, 
these pricing adjustments that just went into play, like you'd mentioned, are impacting the people with higher credit and also helping people with lower credit. So what's happened is, is the National Association of Realtors, the Mortgage Bankers Association, they were up in arms about these changes. And as soon as they came out, the first thing I said was, there's no way it's going to change. There's no way it's going to remain intact. So the first thing they did was last week was they removed the penalty for having a high debt to income ratio. So that was removed last week. And that was the first step to battle with the Federal Housing Finance Agency was putting through in order to prevent buyers with a higher DTI or a lower DTI either be rewarded or penalized. Now, these other loan level price adjustments that you'd mentioned, basically you're stealing from the rich to give to the poor in easier terms. Robin Hood. Robin Hood, right? <laughs> well, that's going to go away soon. Too. Good. Uh, I don't know when, but it's well, going to happen. I think everybody's biggest fear is another Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac debacle because what you were doing is, is putting people in homes once again that really might not be able to sustain. Well, I'll tell you that the, the guidelines that we go through now after 07 and 08 have become so much more strict. So I don't project there being any type of housing crisis like we had back then with people unable to pay their mortgage. Now, we're starting to see historically low foreclosure data, which is very important. And that's a signal that the loans that people have, they want to make sure they keep them. And addressing the inventory issue that you mentioned, the biggest problem that we have is people that made an investment five years ago on a home got into a a 30-year mortgage at a historically low rate. They don't want to. They don't want to sell their house. <laughs> no. So we have to find different creative ways of financing to get them out of the house, or have them look for a new property and keep that house and rent it. There, there are certain ways of getting them out. Because we've got this other situation that's going to affect all of us, whether we like it or not. And that's the border situation. These are millions of people that are coming to this country, and there's no place for them to live. Right. And they did address that a little bit. They kind of talked about taking some used, unused commercial buildings and start turning them into condominiums and things like that. I mean, one thing Sue mentioned today when we were in the meeting was that get on the interstate, get on, go, you know, let, come in from the airport and get on the interstate and drive. And what do you see? It looks like, like the deserted. It's not the best view of Memphis. No, it's just, it's airport. just awful. And we're talking just deserted homes and buildings and boarded up everything. And that, those have been sitting there for years. And this is another thing that they're trying to come up with ideas for perhaps whatever reason, whether people can buy them or rent them or whatever, but something, make them make them of some use. Well, and, and downtown, is, uh, the banks moved out, the big law firms moved out, they're building the 100 North Mains that can be turned into apartments. And so I think that the more apartments that are built, then that's going to free other apartments out. But there, it just... Uh, that's something the federal government is allowing this to happen. They should take a big ownership part in it and saying, don't just let the states figure out what to do. And New York's having a huge problem. Mm. Uh, yes, the mayor of New York is, uh, in fact, he's been dropped from the uh, Biden campaign team today because <laughs> he's at odds with the president. That's right. I mean, when was the last time that happened? <laughs> mm. So it's, uh, it is a very liquid situation with the housing industry. The, the good news is, that things are still happening. People are oh, yeah. still buying and selling homes. It's just you really have to stay on top of it and uh, and, and, and no agents. And it's like anything else. The people with the most experience are, know how to traverse these waters better than some people with less experience. Well, in relationships, Andy's a great relationship. Andy and I just did a loan together just a few weeks ago, um, and now he's actually doing a loan on a person that's buying one of my properties, which is amazing because been, it's been on the market a while, and he found out 
it was my listing and he called me and said, Hey, I got, I may have some buyers for you. And he said, they're, they're, they're golden. They're, they're ready to roll. And you know, he can't tell me anything about it except for that, but that's all I needed to know. And, and so Andy does a great job. And Andy's also the one that's our resource. He's always on, he does podcasts, what, every day? <laughs> Pretty much, not podcasts, but I, I do, uh, I do a lot of social media posting. On uh, your Facebook page? Or? Facebook and oh, yeah. Instagram. And what is that? Up. What's it under? Uh, Andrew O'Fee. Okay. Uh, that's it. I have a business page, Andrew O'Fee, the Yankee closer too. I have, I'm on Instagram and TikTok too, but I, I go out there every day cause my previous job working on wall street, I actually traded mortgage backed securities. So I track the market every day and really there's no other lender here locally that does that and has the insight as to which way the market is moving. So it helps buyers significantly on when they should lock their rate or hold back. So it, it's good information. And he's got a great story how he came to Memphis. So we're going to take a quick break, come back. I Tell him a little bit about us because I always like people to get to know who comes on the show sure. because uh, that's really who you are. This that's is right. just your day job. That's right. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. And we're doing the real estate bop up here right now <laughs> this afternoon. we got Vicki Gandy with the Vicki Gandy team, the Cry Like. And also Andy O'Fee, who is with the Crump Company, and uh, also uh, not a recent arrival to Mid-South, but you originally uh, were in Manhattan and grew up in New Jersey. Right. And uh, we were talking just before we started the show today, how you got here was uh, uh, probably the biggest tragedy ever take place in this country, the Twin Towers. Right. So I moved here in 03, and uh, again, 9-11 happened in September of 2001. Uh, lost a lot of good friends in the North Tower that were uh, that were killed, unfortunately, and uh, just too much things going on. Uh, too many things going on after that, and I had an opportunity to move away, and I did. So I've been here for uh, 20 years. March. How how come Memphis? What was it about Memphis? Well, I was a bond trader, so we came down here. And, okay, uh, we yeah, had a huge bond couple, market. A here. couple of bond market guys down here that I knew too. So yeah. I knew a couple of people when I moved down here. So I wasn't coming in completely cold. Listen, in the day, the bond guys were rock stars. That's I, right. I, I, oh, there's yeah, still stories guys. about some mm-hmm. of those guys. Yep. Uh, and here and in the Stevens Brothers in uh, Little Rock. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. uh, and then, so you get here and did you have any idea? Because the biggest shock most people get is when they get here and they find out what they can buy for a house here compared to New York or California. That's exactly right. So the cost of living was definitely super attractive. I'll never forget when I got my first paycheck, I went to my manager and I said, hey, there's something wrong. Uh, there's way too much money here. And he goes, hey, you dummy, there's no state income tax. Like in New York City, it was federal, state, and city oh, yeah. tax. So, wow. Yeah, here's Sean Hannity talking about it all the time. I don't know what I'm still doing here. They give me nothing. <laughs> That's right. They, they do. Exactly They're right. a huge chunk yeah. of it. And I guess that that's an, another huge draw for Memphis is that people can come here and their investment is solid. And I've, I've heard this about Memphis ever since I've lived here is that if there's a recession that, that's approaching, Memphis feels it first. Uh, they start seeing uh, home sales start to slack. But at the same time, when things start improving, Memphis sees the improvement mm-hmm. before any other place in the country. Mm-hmm. That's, how does that happen? We just, we definitely, um, we are never as affected is anywhere else. I mean, yeah, even and it never is as drastic. I started in yeah. 07 and we were, you know, I remember I had friends in Florida going, God, they can't give houses away. It's just so awful. And I'm thinking, well, we're selling here. It's not the same, but we always sold. We, you know, we were not like, it's crazy. And it's like you hear the national market. They'll talk about what's going on in the national market. You can't listen to that. You can't listen to what they're saying nationally about real estate in Memphis. And, and you know, that's really true of everything in, in Memphis. You know, people come in here and try to start you know, any kind of business. People in, in broadcasting and uh, television come here and try to run things the way they've run it in other cities. 
We go, anything like that here? And they all go, <laughs> sure. Yeah. We know the business. A couple of bit later, they go, to you go, it is so weird here. <laughs> yeah. So you just have to take it for what it is and then, and then adapt to that. But that's, that's, that's life. Wherever it's, you go. It's taken me a long time to adjust to the, from the Manhattanite to moving into the Mid-South. And it's definitely slower, isn't it, it, Andy? It's a um, lot slower. Yeah, Rob Crump <laughs> would always tell me, Andy, you have to nurture, nurture. So, you know. Well, it, the thing about it is you, you think people maybe are not bright because they talk slow. That's not what it is. They talk slow so they can figure you out while they're talking to you. And then, mm-hmm. uh, and if you go along with the program and accept them for the way they are, then they, but once they like you, you're in forever. Mm-hmm. You just got to gain their trust. Right. And, but that's, uh, and, and, and when, when you go to New York, everything's they can take them and take them to the cleaners. That's why they, people from the Mid-South do so great in New York because they get up there they go, they think they got me, but they don't. <laughs> the, uh, the the current market, as far as home selling, is is there a stratus that is selling better than others, like over five hundred thousand, under five hundred thousand? Well, that's the, the the window is where the where the where the house is available to buy. And again, higher priced homes are still on the market right now, but even they are selling faster. And the middle tier homes, which traditionally was two fifty to three hundred, we're starting to see some more of those come out on the market. They sell in a day, uh, four fifty to higher. Those houses may not sell in a day. They may sell in one or two days. So the demand is still there. The demographic of the real estate market in this area, Shelby County, uh, Mississippi, Arkansas, it's really incredible. It's like unlike any other market I'm convinced in the United States where it continues to be stable and we continue to see incredible demand for homes. It, it's just it's mind-boggling, despite the fact that rates are now significantly higher than they were three years ago. So the demand is there, and I think what people are starting to do now is they're starting to say, you know what, I can't wait anymore for rates to come down. I'm going to get in the game now and buy a house before home prices go up another 5 or 10%. And rates may so, go up a little more, too, and that's what we're trying to tell people. that yeah, and, and then after a few years, you can refinance. You know, But, but they, they still, the rates are so much lower than they were what, oh, yeah. eight years ago. I right. mean, uh, and so it's not like you're, you're at the, the, this is the worst of times. It's not by any means the worst no. of times. And it's not just the, the housing market. You go to restaurants, every restaurant I go to is packed and they're not buying cheap stuff either. No, no. You go to, I, I, I marvel at you. It's funny you said that we were in line trying to go into a restaurant the other day and we went to Stony River and they were lined up and we went, okay, let me try another place. And we ended up, ended up driving through and getting yeah. something because we couldn't get anywhere. anywhere. And Mother's Day was on, of course, it's the biggest restaurant yeah. day of the year, mm-hmm. but in everywhere in the country. But uh, so those are indicators I look at is uh, how long is the line at McDonald's? Because yeah. if it's long, <laughs> that means t- tough times. Yeah. Uh, and if uh, you go to all these other places and they're busy and they're selling steaks and lobster and crab and all the high prices, it means people have got disposable income because the first thing they do is start coming back on food. Uh, but the, your home is still, I mean, it's my daughter and, and her husband are looking for a house. They sold their house in Oakland, and they're right there at that $400,000, $400,000, And uh, I, was, I saw a house that came up the other day in Collierville, and this is unbelievable. I sit there and said, this has got to be a mistake. It was a three-bedroom, two-bedroom house. It looks like a shack, and uh, they want uh, – Two hundred eighty-nine thousand for this house. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I mean, I got you. You gotta be it kidding a, me. It's a, it looks like a one bedroom. Yeah, one so bath prefabricated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it does look like a prefab. No kidding. Shotgun. Those, yeah. They have three little plants out in front, <laughs> and I'm sitting there going, I mean, I, I, I it's appeal. Tireville, though. It's, if it's I was a real estate agent, I'd go, yeah, this will sell. You know, mm. I'm going. Oh, it'll all sell. 
It's mainly, though, the main thing that we're finding out, especially in the higher-end houses, is you've got to price them. You know, you can't price them what it was a year ago in April. you got to price what's now. And that's what we've had problems with. People go, but the next-door neighbor sold their house for, you know, 575000 And I'm saying you need to come down to 550 or, you know, and, they're, and they're, they just don't believe it. And, I'll say, and it sits. And well, then, there's you know, a house uh, just down the street from us. It's been for sale for two or three months. And it needed a new roof. And I drove by there today. They're putting on yeah, a new roof because yeah. it's still for sale. So they said, no, you put the new roof on it, then we'll talk to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I ain't going to do with those deals, uh, the contingency that after we move in, I want it done before we oh, move. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Well, they, they, there's a lot of things that people, and, and that's the other thing, too. We've learned to be really creative. Um, Andy, you know, Andy knows that, too. We're always trying to come up with different ways to make things work. And, you know, okay, I mean, it, it got so bad for a while. People were like, they'd say, okay, I want your house. I'll, I'll pay for your moving van. I mean, I, I was explaining that to a client. I said, you got to understand, there are people, if they want your house bad enough, I mean, I was in one the other day that had 10 offers, and my client was like, oh, I'm not that worried. I'm like, you better be. She didn't get it. I mean, it's just. It's I remember, you know, a couple of years ago, rates were sub 3% for a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage. So you had that situation oh, where yeah. you had yeah. 20 to 30 offers on the same house, oh, 25 to 30 to It looked like the, the, the pit in Wall Street, you know, where they're, That's hey. Right. That's right. right. <laughs> it was almost like that. Yeah. It yeah. really was. And people yeah. offering 100000 over. I mean, it was unbelievable. But we watched it all. It's frustrating, though, because I've got, I'm just now getting folks into houses. It's been taking me two years to get in because it's just because of all the market. Because they, could, they couldn't, they, now they finally went to cash. They gave up and, ca- okay, we'll do cash. So now they're, they're getting something. So. And if somebody's got questions, how do they get in touch with you? Sure. You can reach me at uh, Crump at uh, 901-237-3526. That's my cell phone. Got it on my hip all the time. I can answer any questions. And he's got the Facebook page. Right. Uh, Andrew Fee and then uh, Andrew Fee, the Yankee Closer. And that's uh, O apostrophe F-E-E. That's correct. Yes, so, sir. And then. GoTeamGandy.com, Vicki Gandy and Thomas Gandy at 901-412-2691. Thank you both much. Thanks. So well, thank you, yes, sir. <laughs> thank All you. right. We're going to be right back. Now, back to the Earl Farrell for Memphis show, brought to you by Southern Security, your home team credit union, and by Kathy Thurman Edwards State Farm Insurance. Once again, Earl Farrell. And thank you very much. I was hogtied. <laughs> Not by me. No, it was. Uh, I was trying to get my headset, and it was wrapped around my boot, and I was the harder I pulled, it started pulling my leg. And I was saying, don't pull my leg. And uh, Diane uh, Kimbrough is in the studio and uh in the house in the house lady die and she just got here she said she was enjoying the beautiful day driving in her in her beautiful car and, <laughs> and she said all of a sudden i realized now where was i going again <laughs> how many times yeah. did that happen that i took the long way around because the, the sun was out and the i had the 70s on serious playing and i even did a, a song facebook live i was like you know y'all need to be as happy as i am right now so Something about just playing some old tunes. Well, seventies music was happy music. Well, it was, and and you really they really sang. Yeah, you know they really sang. It was and melody. They, they could sing. It, yes. it was good. And I can't say my singing with it helped it any, but I enjoyed it. Yeah, my kids always just <laughs> say, "Daddy, don't sing." I go, "Hey, you can't <laughs> tell me that, my car." Keep your day job. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not, your voice, I, not your singing voice. <laughs> thank God I didn't have to make a living with it. Uh, the uh, we were just talking about the housing industry and and the other huge thing right now that everybody's uh, looking around for is is the best deal they can get because uh, everything else is costing so much. I, I looked at there was I put up a post 
11 years ago, you know how on Facebook things pop up? Yeah. And it was at Nuke's restaurant, and I went in, I got a sandwich, a bag of uh, uh, some potato chips, a little cup of uh, fruit, and a drink, and it was $14. This was 11 years ago. And I said, at the time, I said, I feel like I just got nuked. <laughs> and Nuke. I was, poor. I don't have, have any that idea. Was a, that was 11 years ago. And it was that much then? $14 And then. we paid it. Yes. Well, I did it once. I never went back. That's crazy. But then you look at now, and so people are saying, okay, where can I save money? And the, what you want to do, that's why so many people have cut cable, mm-hmm. and they've gotten all these plug-ins and stuff, and they're still watching all the shows they want to watch. Mm-hmm. So the same thing goes for healthcare. Why would you go out and pay top dollar for all these things you're not going to use? It's like buying cable and not watching three-quarters of the channels that are on there. I got a great uh, segue into that without us even talking. You set me up really well. <laughs> um, I had a call to, yesterday. Somebody heard uh, one of my commercials on the radio and had his son call me. And we were talking this morning, and I said, tell me what, you, what you're looking for. And he said, well, I have insurance, but... I don't really know if it's working for me. And so I said, well, explain to me what you mean by that. And he was going to uh, some urgent care center, and they weren't in network, so he had to pay everything out of pocket. And he didn't have any doctor visits covered on it. It was really more catastrophic coverage, which it turned out to be one of the plans that I offer for catastrophic. And I was like, look, as far as catastrophic goes, you're on a great plan. I, I can't recommend you do anything different other than if you want to lower your price, we'll up your deductible. I mean, there's some ways we can do that, but and fill in the gap and blah, blah, blah. And I said, but what is it that you're wanting? He said, well, I just really want some doctor visits. And if I need to talk to a doctor or if I need, like, you know, there might be a medication I want to get back on for some other reason. Anyway, I won't go into great detail, but I said, you know, I had this really awesome new product that our company, one of the companies I represent, I'm not with a company, I'm a broker. And that's why so you I can keep, cherry pick whatever you want. I can totally, and I can do my due diligence so you don't have to wonder, wait a minute, I haven't heard of this Is insurance. This the best deal Is out this there? really legit? Yeah. So we have this great product now that I can offer that he's going to keep his plan. I'm not going to take him off of it. Why would I? I mean, it's, it's exactly what he needs. Um, or if I do anything, I'll help him do it, but maybe get a higher deductible so we can lower his monthly premium because he's not going to use the catastrophic every month. Let's pray he doesn't. So, and then give him some money to fill in what the deductible would cost if he had an accident or a critical illness that would cover his deductible and he'd be covered 100%, right? So, yay. And I said, but I have this other plan that's really cool, and it's not even insurance. It's just a program where there are doctors who can be your concierge primary care provider. That's what you call it. It's a concierge program, right? It's a concierge program. And you have a primary care provider. And if you need lab or x-ray, they already have prearranged pricing. The lowest pricing out there discounted down to, for example, for lab work or for x-rays or for ultrasounds or for CT scans. And I can tell you, they are charging you thousands for CT scans when here you can pay, I think it was $150. So well, you found all, out the hard way yes, yourself. I, yeah, I did. did. Did you finally get that? It's not totally resolved yet, but we're getting there. <laughs> but, you know, you shouldn't have to go through that. No. Especially when I can come to you and say, let me tell you, and you know what one membership costs a month? It's $79 a month. You can talk to this care team of doctors, nurse practitioners, and nurses. And they're in your state, 
and then they will talk to you. And if you need to get some blood work or get an X-ray, you don't have to go in. You don't have to go in. You yeah. just talk Which whenever I love you want. That idea. And as much as you want. Yeah. There's no copays. There's a prescription plan that comes with this, and they deliver them to you free. They wow. are shipped to you free, and you get your first two prescriptions free. Wow. So that's a once a month membership. So anyway, what I'm going to do, and I talked to him about it. I said, look, this may not be for you, but I think it might be because he's, he's young. He's in his 30s. I mean, he may be 30. And I said, this is a perfect thing for someone who says, look, I just want to talk to a doctor and see if I can get on this med or if I need to do this. And if I need to get lab work, I said, you'll pay 8 or $10 a panel. What's the big deal? You pay $20 copay. See, people say, give me a copay plan. Why? Yeah. If I can get you something that out of pocket's not even a copay, it covers whatever the expense was. And guys, if you are self-employed or even if you're not, any medical expenses you have usually become tax write-offs after you, a certain you, you amount. You just have to keep up with them you, well, and, and be able to but document. You know, we're having to do that with everything right now. We're Absolutely. on a budget. Yeah. So when you say, Diane, can you find me something that's that's affordable that you know, that we can use. Yes, I can. If you're willing to venture out there with me and I've got about three or four people already signed up to this little deal and uh, a family membership sack only $125 a month. And that just makes so much more sense. Oh, especially when you talk to people that have left companies and they got on the Cobra plan, which is like unbelievably expensive. Thousands. And you're not getting any more for it. They're just paying thousands of dollars. You had the same benefits, but the company no longer is paying their part of that premium. And now you're stuck paying the entire premium. At least you know what the company was getting for you. But (laughs) And I think that that is the biggest fear people have is that they don't know what they're doing. And they don't want to get caught without having coverage that can keep them from being, you know, bankrupted. Or I even have uh, my husband, my husband has a cousin um, who's ready to retire. She's been working for a very long time. She's single and her mother lives down the road from her out in the country. And she would love to spend more time with her mother because her mother's almost 90, healthy, but still goes to the doctor some and, and needs help. And she was saying the other day on the phone, you know, I've been thinking I need to call Diane because maybe I can retire. It's just the health insurance. And my husband said, why don't you call Diane? I mean, how do you know that wouldn't be an option for you? At least explore yeah. it, right? That's what she does. Yeah, so there. Are, don't let my health insurance is why I'm working or um, it costs too much to get on my husband or wife's plan or I have some pre-existing conditions I don't think anybody can help me with. You just never know until we sit down and talk about what your circumstances are. Um, as it turned out, I was able to quote this guy also wanted some dental and vision. And uh, the current dental and vision he had didn't include his dentist or his optometrist. And I said, well, tell me their names. Let me see what I can find for you. And I found, I found dental and vision that if he decided to go this route, we haven't made a decision because I'm not going to force you into a decision. We're going to do a very... Um, well, I think that's what well makes you different out. than than a insurance salesperson is you're sitting there going, these are your options. You tell me which one you want to do. Right. Uh, and, and then you do it. But the good thing about it is you, you're always there to add things. And, and you, like uh, the Affordable Health Care Act, there's not just one or two windows a year you can do this with. You can do it at any time. It depends on if you have a, yeah, that's true. With the Affordable Care Act, there are some certain extenuating circumstances that come special enrollment periods or um, life-changing events. 
and LECs is what they call them. I'm like, what's an LEC? And they said, a life-changing event. I went, you oh. Don't, you don't <laughs> want to know. Or LCE, I mean. <laughs> I was like, what's an LCE? But, yeah, there are things you can roll in, but you still have little catches. I mean, yeah. you know, income's going to drive what that costs, and if you get a subsidy, and I can help you, and I can help you cover what maybe some of those costs would be. Again, you could do this program for your doctor visits and be on an ACA plan instead of, having to have no coverage for x-ray because you don't on the front end to meet your deductible. So there's just lots of different ways we can really kind of get creative, save you money, but not sacrifice your care. Absolutely. Um, we're going to take a quick break. We'll come back. I want to talk about young people coming out from their parents' insurance mm, and, sure. and what did they do? A lot of them think, well, I can't afford that right now. Right. And what they don't understand is they're very vulnerable. It could end up costing very. them the rest of their lives. We'll talk about that right after Very good point. Okay. Uh, Summer Breeze, one of my favorite songs. Frank Sinatra made that famous. And... Uh, it's always good until it gets really hot as hell in Memphis, and then it's not as much fun. I know. <laughs> Don't play Summer Breeze in Summer's July. It's not my favorite. I mean, everybody looks at me like I'm crazy, but it's not. I like spring, and I like fall. I love fall. fall. And I, I love winter, honestly. I'm okay with cold. You know why? Because you can, I can put, put more put on, stuff on. Well, I can, I can put on multiple layers. Yeah. But in the summer, yeah. I'm not going naked. I'm just saying. Yeah, well, by popular demand, <laughs> that's that's my case. Uh, they say, please, please don't do that. <laughs> yes. So, well, I, t- I say that for me. You don't want me to. <laughs> the uh, We were talking just before the break about uh, the different options that are out there. And a lot of young people, you can stay on your parents' insurance until, what, 26? Mm-hmm. And then uh, it's time to separate. And then that's fine. Most people by 26 have, have pretty much established at least the direction they're going to be going and what they want to do in life. But so often what they do is they say, well, I haven't been paying for that. I'm not really budgeted for it. So I'll just ride along for a while without it. What are the downside of that? Well, a lot, and you made a good point. Let's go a little step further. They're like, well, you know, nothing's happened to me, so why do I need to get it? Well, the problem is, let's say you have a horrible accident, because that's probably be the first thing that would happen in that age group would be an accident before cancer even. And And if you live in Memphis, a car accident or, God forbid, being shot is a Yeah, unfortunately. Unfortunately, that's true. And so then you go into the hospital, and now is when the real journey begins, the financial journey. And they're going to want to know how you're going to pay for this. And the minute they find out you don't have insurance, they'll get you a caseworker, and they're going to start working out a payment plan for you. And that's going to be for the The rest rest of of your your life. life. (laughs) And we didn't plan that. But it will be. (laughs) It will. Uh, this had happened to us and I've had good insurance with uh, my company. I was at channel five at the time and my son got sick and went to Le Bonner and they said he had pneumonia and the insurance company said it was pre-existing. Now I still to this day say, how can pneumonia be pre-existing? But they wouldn't come off of it. We didn't know anybody like you to fight for us. And so we paid it off over the next 12 to 15 years. You'll never forget that. No. And, and, so, and it's a and lesson it, you probably passed on to your kids when yes. they started looking for jobs. I'll pass it on to everybody I can. Wait, what are your benefits? Did you get benefits? You know, uh, I remember when I was really young and my dad said, well, gal, did you get hospital and benefits? I was like, I don't know what that is. I, yeah. I guess I did. He's like, <laughs> you need to find out. <laughs> like, this okay. Is, this is very important. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, here I am today going, why aren't you getting this? So you really want to make sure, especially at your age, and uh, you don't have anything really, most kids, most kids, because they're kids to us, 
most young adults don't have a lot going on with them. Uh, it may be their occupation that drives what type of insurance they get. Your son would have a different insurance than others because of his type of occupation. There he's is a, a cowboy. There's a high risk associated with some things, occupation. Yeah, he's on the back of a horse, and he messes around with big, huge cows and horses. <laughs> lots of lots of risk. <laughs> <laughs> and my daughter works for the chamber in, in Collierville, so totally different uh, Totally lifestyle. different risk. <laughs> yeah. She put on a golf tournament yesterday. Could have got hit by a golf ball. <laughs> No, <laughs> accident coverage. I have that. There you go. So, you know, you want to make sure that we put them on something, though, that will cover that catastrophic situation. And because of their age, just like this gentleman I was telling you about, you know, he's 30 years old. I I was looking at catastrophic for him. I think it was, um, I want to say it was $80. Wow. You know, it just depends on what you want to pay deductible. But let it, me add something to Two sandwiches it. at Nukes. Well, <laughs> today yeah <laughs> and that's the meal <laughs> <laughs> but the thing about it is and not only that uh life insurance at that age that's when i bought mine i think i was 25 when i bought uh life insurance yeah you have to do that and you you, you can't wait until you're in your 50s or 60s because the, the premiums go up so much it just becomes unaffordable well and i do know i got a policy from my mother one more before she uh once you cap out at 85, you can't, she's 87, you can't get any more life insurance. And sometimes you want burial or whatever. And um, I was looking at that. So, you know, you want to be really smart and start young. You don't have to spend a lot of money, but spend it wisely. And so, so many kids today aren't want, they don't want to buy cars. They're saying, I'm just going to take Uber wherever I want to go. Oh, that's so silly. Well, it's silly, but at the same time, okay, so you're not spending money there, then spend it on something smart like health care and life insurance. Yeah. Uh, there are other things that you just think you don't need, and a lot of kids want to travel all the time. And we were just talking about if you travel and you don't have good health care, you could get someplace, and they won't even let you leave until you come up with a, a cash uh, equivalent of what they what you owe. Well, you were showing me something that you have, which is a really good benefit, and that is having, um, like, excavate um, or... Um, What's it called? Um, well, you need transportation. Like well, they you need extract helicopter. you out of a country. Right. So I have that same thing with my travel insurance. It in, it's included. So if you need to be taken out of a, set, a situation, it, it will start anywhere from 100000 to 500000 Which, you remember the couple that was from Collierville two years ago? Mm -hmm. They went down to St. Martin, someplace in the mm -hmm. Caribbean, and they got COVID, and they quarantined them, and then they wouldn't let them leave until they came up with the money that they had to pay the hospital and they kept them in their room with no air conditioning. It was a horrible story. So if I had had them on one of these travel plans, it would have covered their medical expenses and it would have covered anything that wasn't being covered and it would have probably covered their cruise. Were they on a cruise? Uh, I think they were just there at a resort. But um, there's so many things that you want you can look at. And by the way, my travel insurance, I just got a, I sent something to my niece because they're going to Italy. In November, and we're already talking about travel insurance, and I'm glad we are because they're getting ready to raise the rates um, on May, I think it's May 25th. So if you're looking to travel, call me before they raise the rates, and let's look and see what options are available. Because it's really not that expensive. I've talked about it with uh, Randy Wright with the dive shop before, and it's, no. it's like less than 100 bucks, and if you think that could save your entire trip. Yeah. I mean, it will pay for everything. There's some options you can choose, and depend on how many people go. There's so many ways we can look at that, but, you know, do it. I mean, it makes sense to cover all that money you put into this wonderful excursion. 
And the other thing, too, is just having somebody that's your advocate, and that's Diane. Absolutely. How, how can they get in touch with you? Give me a call, 901-606-9091. Lady Di, your insurance PI. She will take care of you. I Thank will. you, Diane. Thank you, Earl. All right. We'll be right back. He grew up in the oil fields of West Texas. He's been all over the Western Hemisphere, a radio and TV veteran, former restaurateur, and a cowboy at heart. He's Earl Farrell, and he calls Memphis home because Memphis is cool. This This is the Earl Farrell for Memphis show, brought to you by Southern Security, your home team credit union, and by Kathy Thurman Edwards State Farm Insurance. And now, here's your host, Earl Farrell. And thank you very much, and welcome back. And speaking of Kathy Thurman Edwards, she's right here beside me, uh, live in the studio. Good to see you again. You like how I got here at one minute till airtime? Well, you're, you're very conservative on time. You never waste time by just Try hanging around. To. You like to walk in the door, sit down, and the, the intro music plays, and there you Boom. are. Boom. Uh, the Before we get into what we're going to be talking about today, which is uh, the cost of everything, do you want to tell you about there is an accident at Perkins and... Um, I thought you said it was Poplar well, and Kirby. Well, that's another one. Perkins <laughs> and south of Quince Road. And you've got another uh, accident that's at Kirby and Poplar. And another accident working at um, out at uh, I-40 in Germantown. Uh, actually, it's at uh, Rock Creek, which is right there the entrance to the old country. Uh, what was it where the... Uh, it's the, also the mall. Yeah, right there at uh, I-240 in, mm-hmm. in Poplar. So there's I-40. a few few accidents out there. And, of course, Germantown Parkway is slow going, and so is uh, the uh, Poplar Avenue as you get through Midtown all the way to that I-55 uh, loop. Uh, but otherwise, everything's okay. It's not raining right now, although there's a chance of rain. Now, to Kathy Thurman Edwards. And uh, the insurance uh, car insurance business, is uh, they had so many hits last year with hurricanes, tornadoes, flooding, uh, and then cars. And it's and not just the, Memphis. Everybody thinks Memphis is the only place that people are stealing cars or breaking in. It's all over the country. And some of the issues, it's just like inflation, uh, the cost of parts, labor, uh, getting parts here. You know, you can always use the good old supply chain, getting the parts here. All that kind of good stuff has really <clears throat> slowed down the repair of the cars. And statistics show that they are driving, folks are driving worse than they did before the pandemic. Does that so, mean that because they didn't drive and now they're getting out? I, you know, I really think that the people's patience level has just Oh, my gosh. Nobody has any patience. No, I agree. Nobody has any patience. So, but anyway, you know, so, so it, there's but, some of the things. But some of the, uh, I think, I, I don't know if it was in the Wall Street Journal or somewhere where I read that uh, all the... Let's say the big auto insurance companies, your your State Farm, your Geico, your uh, Progressive, all all these guys, all these dudes have had some of their worst, what they call underwriting losses, meaning they've lost money. You know, you're supposed to take in more in premium and pay out less in claims, and it just didn't kind of work out that way. And it and it progressively got worse from the year before last until 2022. So a lot of these uh, companies you will see taking rate increases just for that very reason, just because of everything else going up, just like eggs, yeah. whatever. 
But the thing about food prices can, will probably come back down. A lot of other prices will. Will insurance rates come down? Because like a lot of things. I don't know. Has it come down since 1980? I don't think so. No. And that's All what right. I, and Has your thing, car come down? Prices of cars? No. In fact, uh, uh, I heard this figure yesterday. There are more uh, 20-year-old cars on the road today than there ever has been in the history of car travel. Can you believe that? People, well, I had a lease car and I bought out my lease and I know they were dying to buy it because I only oh, had 10,000 miles on it. I was just talking to George Goley with uh, Jim Karras uh, earlier this week. He said that is the number one thing going on right now. People are buying their lease cars because mm-hmm. you get such a great deal on great it. Great deal. Now, the new leases, not so much. Because they but figured it out. if you're in a lease yeah. before all this mess, now you, you need to buy out that lease. Yes, that is a, a huge thing. Yeah. Even my uh, service guy where I have my car, he said, yeah, I bought out my lease. Yeah, I mean, that's just what you do. The other thing is if you do have an accident, what you're telling people, is your car drivable? Well, you know, I think probably in the old days, if one little thing was maybe, you know, hanging off a little bit, and you go like, okay, it's not drivable. I can't drive like this. Well, let me tell you, you want to put some duct tape on there and drive it (laughs) as long as you can because your rental car coverage which you better have, you better check your policy, help paying with a rental car while it's in the shop from a, an accident or a theft, <clears throat> then you can, um, it, it, it will run out. You'll be paying money. I have one client who literally, true story, her car was in the shop so long she, and she was paying so much out of pocket because the rental car ran out that she went out and bought another car, a second car wow. and it was cheaper. Well, she got the multi-car discount. She could afford it for one thing, and she was tired of paying all this rental car stuff. It's kind of like renting and buying. Yeah. So she bought the car, and now she's keeping both of them when the other one finally got repaired. So it's kind of like having a spare car. It's a spare car. (laughs) But, I mean, she travels a lot. She has relatives in another state, so, I mean, it's okay. But, I mean, when she did that, I went, oh, my gosh. But In fact, I... Just talked to a friend of mine. effective in the long run. I talked to a friend of mine the other day. He's got a Suburban he had. He's only got like 100,000 miles on it. He gave it to his parents just as a car to go pick up stuff. Uh-huh. His father recently passed away, and he said it's sitting in the garage with 100,000 miles on it, perfect condition. And I'm sitting there going, you know, uh, that's a heck of a deal. If you can find something like that that's been garaged and taken right. well care and low mileage, because you can't find cars. I mean, uh, I bought one recently and, uh, and I got a heck of a deal on it. And, uh, the, if you, it, but you have to really look, you have to be ready to go when you, it's like housing market. Right. When you see something that's a good price and it's clean and it's got low mileage, you better buy it. Right. And, uh, then you need to call Kathy Thurman Edwards <laughs> and make sure you get it insured. It is, uh, I guess the whole thing is in younger people, we talk about that too, is, is, the thing I've always loved about doing insurance with you is you guys want factory replacements on any parts. Well, most of them. It depends on how old it. it is. It all depends on how old it is. You're always bragging on us, but you know, we're just, we're. Pretty, well, all we the cars I've ever had that needed something, we got factory parts. Yeah. And so I've always been had. So evidently I've gotten rid of them before they get too old. Yeah, that's probably what it is because you're probably not going to get a brand but that new and part then, on a and, and also the windshield replacement in Memphis is a very important thing. Right. We have been really trying to do two things lately when I, when I talk to people, and that is uh, zero deductible on comprehensive. 
Some of your insurance companies still waive the deductible if you get it repaired. We're not one of those anymore. But if you want to pay for a zero deductible, and it's not that expensive. I did one the other day. I dropped it from 500 to zero. It raised his monthly premium by a dollar and a half. Yeah. He, was, he was thrilled. It's the collision that costs so much. You yeah, know, uh, yeah. You, you, or, or costs more than the comprehensive. Yeah, whatever. You, you do not want to have wrecks under any conditions. But anyway, so uh, so we're doing that. But I also know that it's really tough. So sometimes you're going to have to literally drive to a glass company and maybe get on get on their list or whatever, or or you know just just be patient because if it's not whacked out, if it's just broken, I mean, I mean, if it's just cracked, yeah, you know what I'm saying. You can live with it. You can live with it. <laughs> There's some things we got to learn to live with until we can get it done. Believe me, yeah. as you get older, a crack on your forehead is not a big a deal until it's well, years past. Yeah, I just play, paid out of my pocket for a new roof at my office because it was old and was leaky. No, I didn't have a storm damage. But anyway, uh, it took some while until they got around to it. And I said, I'm good. I'm good. When you get to it, we're good. Because you weren't leaking. Uh, you just need to be replaced. Well, I kind of put some buckets under there, but yeah. <laughs> And now we got the new roof, and now we got to get, you know, the, the ceiling painted and all that kind of good stuff. But we're doing, you know, I paid it off. And, you know, it's kind of like paying off a car. You know the minute it's paid for. Uh, it's <laughs> leaking, and all that, you know, toilet didn't flush right, all this kind of stuff. But anyway, that's okay. Uh, home away from home. Well, it is. You probably spend more time there than you do at your home. Right, right. So uh, you want to make sure it's nice. Plus, uh, that's where you work. That's your place of business. And uh, that's the first thing people look at when they drive up is what it looks like. At which you just recently did some work outside. Painting. Yeah. And we really uh, did try to uh, salvage some of our plants and add some plants because, you know, that's everybody had that misery during the. In fact, I will tell you this, uh, some people are, my next door neighbor pulled up a bunch of plants that they thought were dead. Wait just a little bit more. Wait a minute, Because yeah. uh, I've got a couple of plants, everything else, I think all my azaleas have come back. Right. Thank God. Uh, just a couple of other plants. A are, are, are little, And, but the, just, I'm starting to see uh, leaves coming out on the mm-hmm. lower parts mm-hmm. of these plants, which means they're still alive. So just let them go for a little bit. Just be patient. Right. And don't cut them down just yet. Just that other word again, patient. Yeah. Yeah, we, we cut back the rose bush in front of my office, and now it's starting to blossom. Blossom so, again. Yeah. yeah. Uh, very resilient. But uh, our plants do not like winter as much as Kathy Thurman Edwards does. So <laughs> we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back to talk more about how you can save on your car insurance and your home insurance. And and uh, and we'll tell you about the club, why important that is. Okay. Yes. And welcome back. Kathy Thurman Edwards is in the studio, and uh, we just had a good conversation with my wife. <laughs> okay, people. <laughs> when you trade your car in or you buy a new car and add it to your fleet, you need to call your insurance agent's office and make sure. Which I did. Is. Now, I, you said, my covered? But- I, I said, I just got another car. I'm covered. Yes. And so then I talked to you not too long after that. You said, I'm sure Kathy's already called in and given them all the information. I said, you know, I, she probably has because I went out of town that weekend. But how would I have the information, Earl, if you never gave it to me? That's what we're going to fix. We're going to get it out of your brain. And when there's not much room in there to get it <laughs> out of. We're going to anyway. free up some space. I'm going to do oh, it. This, when, we, when you're off the air, I'm going to go out there and give you all the information you need. And then I, or I'll call uh, and talk to Valerie. Valerie. Well. Yes, thank I'll you. I'll call thank Valerie. You. 
Uh, let's talk a bit about parties. This is the time of year people are got to get together. Graduation again. parties. Graduation parties. There's weddings. There's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, just all kinds of stuff. And people think that they're covered because they have homeowner's insurance. Well, they're having parties at different venues. The, the, the FedEx place out there. What do we call it? In, uh, that at great, Shelby Farms. Oh, that's a great yeah. venue. We anyway, all wedding, these different venues. Wedding reception there the other night. Right. Yeah, we were there together. You were together with me. Uh-huh. Probably was telling me about your car then. But anyway, <laughs> it, it's all these venues are asking for things like a special events endorsement. Okay. So you can call whoever has your homeowners, and they can possibly get a rider. endorsement and got a rider. No refund. It's just it. I don't know what it is. $35, $60. I don't know what it is. It's not expensive. But ours, yet, we've been wanting to, does not cover liquor liability. You can literally go online and get a liquor liability. Or your bartender you hire might have it. And how do you verify that with your bartender? I mean, just they say, yeah, they I got should. it. Oh, yeah, that always works. No, <laughs> you didn't. Yeah, dude, I got it. Um, no problem, man. Yeah, they need to, I had to mail. I mean, we had to send well, out. You should, they should have a certificate, yeah, well, of, uh, certificate insurance of insurance. And, and bond. I think it's called COI for short. Certificate yeah. of insurance that I sent to uh, a venue recently. So, so you, And you want to make sure that's done. And uh, Like I said, it's, a lot of times when you have it at home, you don't think about it. And there's another endorsement you can get if you're going to have a big wedding and you expect to have lots of presents. You can get a. These are not your personal property, but they're going to be delivered to your house. Mm-hmm. You can get a. I've had a lot of this lately. Porch pirate insurance. No, it's called. <laughs> no, this is if they're stolen from your house. What is that called? It's called wedding gifts. Some endor- I mean, some kind of gift endorsement. I mean, that's so you, you're stockpiling wedding yeah, gifts. It's yeah, like yeah. my son, his fiance, they send gifts to our house before they get married. Mm. Somebody well, probably their- send it to her house. They usually yeah, send it to, send to the, the bride. Yeah. Right, right, right. Uh, but th- they need to get a rider for that. They, yeah, some people do. Same, I guess you could look at it the same way as you buy some expensive piece of jewelry. That's not something you had specifically on hand before, so you're adding to something, but you right. don't know what it is yet. Right. And uh, well, with the engagement rings, you would get uh, a personal articles policy. Different companies call it different things, a rider, whatever. Yeah. And has, has JB called you about that yet? To... No, Kathy took care of that. Did she? Yes. See, that's why I thought she would have taken care of this for me as well. She doesn't love you like she does her son. <laughs> That's true. And I tell my son that all the time. Ain't nobody ever going to love you as much as your mama. That's right. That's and, right. And you think Sloan will. She'll love her son as much as your yeah. mother loves you. <laughs> He'll never love you as much as her son. That's just the way it works. I don't know, but grandbabies come pretty close. <laughs> well, they do. And, yeah, and, 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 and But uh, seriously, uh, when you get your auto bill from whatever company you are insured with, it will likely go up, if not now, in, Soon. The, in 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 the near future in 2023 uh you know i can't tell you how much each person's is going up with part of the state i'm sure knoxville blames us but they have they have problems too nashville has problems too they do yeah but uh but we do have a lot of car thefts here but in other parts of the country they have uh the hourly wages to work on a car I mean, you get paid big money if you work on a Tesla. Uh, you yeah. know, there's different things like that. Well, I was talking to Jim Elliott, our good friend that lives mm-hmm. in Connecticut, and I said, how are the car break-ins and thefts of cars in Connecticut? Because we don't have any. And I went, I hate you. But that's, you know, it's where you live. 
So, but they'll probably end up having rates go up too, just because it affects everybody in the nation. Well, it's each state. It's, yeah. it's basically each state. I mean, we don't have to pay for California, thank you. Yeah. And they don't have to pay for or us, Chicago or or Illinois yeah. or Florida. I mean, you know, Mississippi's connected to a coast, so theirs is completely different. Some of their policies are, you know, because of the threat e- of even hurricane. In, yeah, even in uh, Desoto County, you got hurricane deductible. It's, it's because a whole other because of the yeah. flood surge Flo- uh, because of when there's a hurt and let me make sure I say this right and I may say it wrong because I'm just now licensed and to be dangerous in Mississippi and the ladies in the office do the Mississippi for me because it's too confusing but anyway and I have enough to say grace over but in Mississippi if there's a hurricane warning on the coast they've had a hurricane that kind of changes the whole outlook for the entire state for wind damage so if you have wind damage during that time, your deductible may be a little bit different than what it usually is. Just something like that. Wow. They got it down. They got it down. Well, uh, but that's the only reason you want to have an agent that is that got people that, that has just, people who knows about Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> And they can take the information. I'll get ready to call them in just a minute uh, and uh, give it to them and say, make sure this is on the books right, right. and before anything happens. Uh, but it is, I mean, and, and that's the other thing. Your team has been together for many years now. 15. 15 years. years. Yeah. And uh, that's. And well, that, one was 25, but she's retired, but we have our own retainer. Hey, Phyllis, I'm all right. The clock's running. What you want? And you, we'll turn in timesheets and Phyllis will have eight hours on a Tuesday. Yeah. But that's okay. Well, but that's as much a part of a business anything. My good friend, Mark B. Blossom, closing attorney, same thing. You go in there and it's like clockwork. Everything's done. There's none. Oh, well, this didn't come in or we didn't get this done. Everything's there and you close on time every time. Never had a problem with that. And that's why you do business with people that know what the hell they're doing. And that's what you do. Most of the time. Or I find somebody who does know. That's right. Like we have notaries in our office, but I'm not one of them. So I'll take note of that. No, notary. No, no, no. And another question. Are you going to the our uh, Channel 3 reunion coming up here? In, yes. In June? Yes. It's in June? Third weekend in June, I think. Third weekend in June. Okay. Have uh, you remembered? Yes. I got it written down on my calendar. I just was you going to make... wear, wear a bikini or no, anything no, special? No, but by or... popular demand. <laughs> Wearing a, a uh, full suit. Oh, my God. <laughs> Kathy Thurman Edwards, give them a tell them how can they get in touch with you? Kathy Thurman Edwards State Farm, 901-767-7744. You can also use that number to text us as well as call us. And it works. Thank you, Kathy. Got it. Now, back to the Earl Farrell for Memphis show, brought to you by Southern Security, your home team credit union, and by Kathy Thurman Edwards State Farm Insurance. Once again, Earl Farrell. And thank you very much, and welcome back. And studio with us right now is Randy Wright with the Dive Shop. I do want to give you a heads up. Uh, we've got some weather moving into the area. Uh, there's some. It's really dark over here to the uh, southwest of us, and uh, winds picking up. And I'm hearing some thunder out there. So just be aware of that. And I'm going to pull up some radar. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, Randy Wright, the reason I wanted to come in today is I saw this incredible show on CBS over the weekend Yeah, of these sperm whales. That these, it uh, was amazing, wasn't it? Uh, just, I mean, you sit there and you think about something that big. Why would they even pay any attention to us, you know? Yeah. And they do. And, and it's like they, they, they're as entertained by us as we are of them. Yeah, you would think so. I mean, it's, you know, it's, you kind of try to not to anthropomorphize 
anthropomorphize those too much. Yeah, well, I would never do that because yeah, I can't say yeah, it. <laughs> I can't say it either. But at any rate, you know what happens when you're out there and, and you see something like that and they and they stay, you know. They don't just run off. They stick around, uh, and there's no bait in the water. It's not like dealing with predators with the sharks and stuff like that where you put bait in the water to try to get them to come. This is just a, a place where they happen to be and you have the opportunity to dive with them. Um, and they're not making any obvious attempt to get away. They're just hanging out and obviously very smart, very sentient beings. And, and you get to spend time with them. I've had some wonderful experiences with dolphins and, uh, I haven't, haven't yet been that close to a whale. That was like, I'm, I'll be in Dominica sometime next year during the late winter, early spring when they're there in hopes that I'll run into some, that was just fabulous. And, and, and so they would, you would book a trip like that, just like you do any of your other trips. Sure. And you just go find out an outfitter that's in that area. Yeah. I mean, it would, I would, the first person I'd try to go to is go back to that article and, and find the gentleman that actually took them out. Them out yeah. Cause he knows and, where they uh, are. And right. How. And I don't know whether he's a commercial operator or a researcher or what that is, but certainly your best experience is always with the experts. So you go to the people in the industry that are highly invested in that particular experience. How prevalent is that? Like with whales, I know uh, we call them dolphins, but they're really porpoises. Right. Uh, in fact, the first time I caught a, a, a dolphin, which is a, a parrot-shaped Mahi-mahi. Mahi-mahi. Yeah. And they said, oh, you caught a dolphin. I said, no, this is this is yeah. mahi-mahi. He said, no, that's a dolphin. Yeah. I said, what you dolphin, think of is, is, is uh, Flipper is a uh, porpoise. It's a porpoise, actually. And, uh, but they, they, they love interacting with humans. And yet, sure. And yet they are the shark's biggest, uh, uh, Not they're not a predator, but they will kill sharks. Oh, yeah. If, they, if they're in a defensive situation, they'll, they, they don't go hunt them like killer whales do. Killer whales do hunt sharks in, in a lot of places. Like we went all the way to South Africa to dive with great white sharks, and there's no great white sharks down there right now because of the killer whales. Uh, port and starboard, there's two of them there. And, <laughs> They're swimming around eating sharks. And is that do they actually eat them? Oh yeah, they, they, of, they actually what they do is they confuse them, get them turned outside upside down, and then they kill them and eat their liver and leave the rest of it. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> How are they able to dissect uh, their their anatomy uh, to get to the liver? They're mammals, man. They're pretty smart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they got no opposing digits. To yeah, well, to... they they got those big conical teeth that they can kind of shred things. <laughs> I guess it'd be the, like when you watch uh, baseball players take sunflower seeds and dismantle yeah. those in their mouths there without just their tongue yeah, and exactly. their teeth. Maybe they, I guess that's what the, the whales do that, as well. That, that high school trick of tying cherry stems. Yeah, man, yeah. That I sort of thing. Learned that. I'd, I'd spent a lot of time at that. Did you see where it got me? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> The, I could I could put two or three of them together in a chain, but it still didn't yeah, get me anything. Yeah, it's still you're still working at the dive shop, and there you take go. A, and that's a much better in endeavor than the. Uh, you want to see the cherry stem trick again? Yeah. Yeah, I'm good. Thank you very much. <laughs> the uh, the trips you guys take, and in fact, I was just talking to somebody yesterday about they're going on vacation to the beach, and they say they can't find any bathing suits that they like. Mm -hmm. I said, Have you been to the dive shop? I said, The dive shop. Well, they just yeah. have those dive suits. I said, no, they don't. They have bathing suits. Yeah, bathing suits year-round, yeah. And and they're, you know, why don't you just go back and look? Because just like the big box stores sell 
a certain type of product. Yeah. These are functional bathing suits that look good on you. You just have to go in there and see what they got. Sure. Well, I mean, it's we, we sell primarily swim training gear, you know, for people that are swimming laps and that kind of stuff. But the suits are really stylish. We've got a lot of different colors and things, and we keep them year-round. Um, you know, we have every day of the year that we're open, we have swimsuits and swim accessories, goggles, and all those kinds of things for sale. And and there's really not a store left in Memphis that does that. No, there's not. And also wetsuits. I was watching my favorite show, Meteor, the other night, and they, he was up in Prince William Sound, and uh, which is burr. Yeah. <laughs> well, this was in the warmer months, but he's still wearing a wetsuit and going down that for what they call sea cucumbers. Yeah. Are you familiar with those? Yeah. It looks just like a cucumber with some red little tentacles coming off of it, but then you cut it open and it looks after you skin out the meat part, it looks like uh, calamari kind of. Yeah deep fry it and it's supposed to be just delicious in fact there is no limit he said that he, he, you can be in state out of state yeah. there is no limit you can eat as many of them as you can swim down there and grab yep I, i've never had that but i know it's very popular in in eastern cuisine yeah uh in the pacific and that kind of area you see a lot of them that are you know sold and prepared for for food a lot of dried and things like that. I've never actually thought about frying one of them. That's a <laughs> <laughs> and which is well, what they do is they they cut it open and it looks just like a big cucumber. Yeah, and then all the meat is in there. You take and actually they were using a putty knife to scrape the meat mm. out, and then they clean it up and and wash it off, and then they had a little skillet uh, with grease in there and they just deep fried it, roll it in flour, butter, milk, yeah, sure, fry it up, and they're going, man, this is this is I could eat a ton of these. And uh, and they did. Yeah, uh, well, I'm, I'm going to have to look into that. I've never heard of that preparation. Uh, we talked a little bit about the um, about the music fest and about how all that went. But this week is the barbecue. Will you be back down doing anything at the barbecue? No. I'll, well, I'll be visiting. Um, you know, go around and see who's on teams that I know and that kind of thing, and just sticking my head in and talking to the production people. It's all the all the same people we work with in, in the music festival are the ones that produce the barbecue festival, of course. And so I've got a lot of friends that are down there all month and we'll, we'll head down and chat and maybe have a beer and a little bit of barbecue with some friends that we run into. We're having seen the layout with the music fest. Uh, mm-hmm. How do you think the barbecue is going to be set up? I mean, are they just going to set up booths in each one of those little clearings that they have? Actually, I saw uh, today uh, Chuck Averwater. I don't know if you sure know, I know Chuck. Chuck. Yeah. yeah, well, Chuck's got a. He just published a map today of where all the teams are, and that kind of thing. It's something that came from Memphis and May. Okay, he put it up on his Facebook page, so you can see what the whole layout is. And it looks pretty good. It is going to be, apparently, they've only got one stage, and the stage is all, it's the south stage. So it'll be so, way on the south end. Right. But the teams are stretched out all the way from the top at north all the way down to south. You know, commonly they kept the center stage um, so that people could kind of come from both directions. I think everybody's going to find they've got a longer walk if they're in. But the ribs, a, it's a long way down to the other end of the park. But the only time you would go is at the end of the barbecue, either for Miss, Miss Peaky contest right. or at the end of it when they announce the winners. Right, right. So you got to be walking from somewhere. Yeah. And I, it's, the park is, is shorter than it was before. So if you're going down there to tour and go see the teams and that kind of stuff, it's a little bit more kind of circuitous to get to well, different places, but it's still – a shorter overall park than it was. In fact, before. somebody told me when you 
come into Riverside Drive, like off of uh, off of Beale Street. Right. You walk for you go all the way down past Beale Street Landing for quite a ways right. before you actually get to the entrance of the park. Now that's correct. Yeah, it is. It is south of Beale Street Landing to get into the front of the park. We're talking with Randy Wright with the Dive Shop. I just wanted to give you a heads up on the weather. There was a cell that's um, that is moving through uh, right now, and but it, it was a very small little cell. And then it's going to dissipate, and there's another one that's uh, moving in uh, uh, here in just a few minutes. So, But these are not big uh, all-evening affairs. They're little downpours. And most of them are drifting to the north of Memphis. Uh, some smaller ones are down uh, around Hernando and along the uh, Mississippi state line with Tennessee. So not a big deal. Just be aware of it. And In fact, it... Okay, uh, Dylan says seventeen hundred people without power. If it rains a drop in this town, I swear, seventeen hundred <laughs> people lose power. I don't know how it happens. The magic I'm, number. I'm looking out the window right now, and it's pouring down rain here. So um, it is raining in the area. We're gonna take a quick break, and if we got power, we'll come back. And welcome back. Uh, up here with Randy Wright talking about. Almost bought a timeshare once, yeah. but didn't do it. <laughs> yeah, that was one of those kind of things. I, I I read that contract and I go, well, I got three days to think about this. So. Usually they don't let you out of the room. I know these people have taken trips and they say free yeah. trip, just come down. All you got to talk to is yeah. thirty minutes about uh, 30 the timeshare, and then four hours later you're just sitting there. They got the heat lamp on you and they're going, yep. bye bye. You're never getting out of here till you bye. Yeah, we were in Steamboat Springs, Colorado. And they, they had a really good presentation, had some good stuff. But you know what? I had a really pleasant experience in Manhattan one time. We went up to the timeshare meeting, and I walked in, and they, they had kind of a little interview thing in the front. And I, and I just said, hey, look, I'm not going to buy anything. And they said, okay, well, get yourself a drink at the bar, and we'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a really pleasant one. Yeah, well, at least they didn't whip you or anything. No, you know? I mean they were not they they were not unhappy or anything. It was like they just they didn't want to spend time if you didn't want to spend time. It was like, did you come yeah, here well, because you time. had to? Yeah, I did. And okay, great. And, I, and I've said that to people before too. I walk in and uh, make a presentation to somebody. I said, look, uh, if you're if you're not interested, just tell me because that way I won't waste any more of your time or my exactly. time. Exactly. And uh, so I think that's a key thing, but. The problem with the with the timeshare thing is they can go up on the 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 annual uh, yeah, the maintenance, maintenance fees and all that stuff. There is no limit to how much yeah. they can go up on it, yeah. and uh, that's where the real danger is. And then when you find out that you get the weeks you can't attend, that's when you the the free weeks are for you, <laughs> and uh, and then yeah, <laughs> unless you're going to make a lifestyle of it, it's just not the way to go. Well, the, the best thing I've heard, and in fact, I had a gentleman in today, and he was talking about with his parents, they were military. And military can go stay in these hotels in places like California, uh, uh, Hawaii. Oh, sure. All over the place. All over the world. They have these military-approved uh, uh, places, and uh, and which I wasn't in the military, so I couldn't take advantage of it. But that time, they go to, he said they would go to Hawaii for five weeks. Sure. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it's amazing. And, I, you know, it's wonderful that there are benefits out there for people that choose to serve, um, you know, because it's these days, it's not really a draft type of situation. No. Like when I was growing up, that was 
Fortunately, they stopped that right before I got old enough to go to Vietnam. Well, I was right in the middle of it, yeah. and uh, I had the draft number. That was 178. I can still remember my number. And, uh, and then I had a – and you'll love this story. I had a law student I was friends with at the University of Texas, and he goes, look, here's what you do. Drop your 2S deferment. Go for one year without being drafted. Your number's 178. <coughs> Check with your local draft board. Find out what's the highest number they ever draft up to. And it was like nine. He wow. said, you'll, you'll never get drafted, so drop your 2S, and then you'll go for one year, and if they don't draft you in that year, you go into a secondary category, which means you'd have to go from 1 to 360, start all over again to 178, and you'll never you'll never be called up. Yeah. And I went, so I called my mother. She said, now, who is this again? She said, it's okay. It's okay. Mommy's a law student. <laughs> what an idiot. Yeah. I, mean, I, I could be consulting him with the timeshare property, yeah, too. Exactly. You don't need to go, that's a good deal. Buy yeah. it. Uh, it turned out that he was right, and I never even went for a physical or anything else. But oh, uh, that's what I, I it happened just a couple of years before I graduated high school that it went away. You yeah, know, so that was a great thing. Well, uh, but uh, my I know two young men right now. One is going uh, with the uh, Air Force as a uh, he's graduating dental school, and he goes for two years uh, as a dentist. Right, and uh, they pay for all of his college, yep. uh, all of his dental school. And uh, he'll enter the program as a second lieutenant, and yep. he, he didn't even go to uh, boot camp. Well, I tell you, I've got a lot of friends that, that chose the military out of college and went in on similar things, scholarships and things like that. Um, have several that were pilots and, and several that were physicians or dentists or in the medical fields. I, I know a couple of people that were musicians. Wow. Um, and they all retired from the military with a with a really nice base pension yeah uh, pension healthcare and, and then they went and got another job and for had another, another another career another career now they have two pensions yeah they have all the military benefits they have double income um it's really a smart way to go i mean and i i just was not in that mindset when I was in my 20s. You know? Well, I could always fall back. At least I didn't buy a timeshare. <laughs> yeah, I didn't either. So that's That was the, the highlight of my grief with that. And I, I, I did buy life insurance when I was in my 20s. Yeah. And I got the whole life side. You could borrow against it and pay it back. And that was the other smart thing I did. That and marry my wife. Uh, those were the three <laughs> things. That was the trifecta. Made, made a couple of decisions that worked out. Huh? Yeah, the big trifecta. Uh, right now is your busy season. People are getting geared up to go on trips to go on. Yeah, trips. we're picking up. It's time to get in. If you're interested in getting certified, you know, give us a call, come by and see us, sit down and talk with us. We'll make things work the way that you want them to work. And, and you'll have a great experience and go on to a lifetime of diving and enjoying the underwater world. If you want to go out and see whales like they had on Sunday morning, that's entirely possible. We just have to get you in and get you started and direct you to the right people and right experiences. You know, I was talking to somebody the other day about it, and they were, we were talking about the thing. I said, in, in the, the commercial line we have that airs here on the station, I'll talk about it. I said, really, it opens you, your life up to a whole other way of life that you didn't even know existed before. Sure. And they said, that, you know, that is exactly what happened with us. And then said, one family member got there, got certified, talked to the rest of us into going and getting our certification. We started taking these trips, and that's all we ever do anymore. We never go anywhere else but someplace we can go dive. Well, I mean, and you've got so many different choices of places to go. But the, the big thing is, you know, a lot of people spend a lot of time sitting on the beach. And they're, well, I wish I could sail. I wish I could, you know, that diving looks really interesting. Well, come on over. Let's do it. 
you know, it's not expensive to try it. No. You know, for 50 bucks, we'll put you in the pool with a swimsuit and, and, and a cheaper, great attitude. It's you know? cheaper than a, a big bass boat with all the motors and the depth yeah. finders and everything uh, else. Yeah, we get that all the time. You know, diving's expensive. Well, what do you do? Well, I bass fish. It's like from the <laughs> bank with a cane pole? No. 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 And, it's uh, like two boat payments. You're a diver. <laughs> you know, That's it. <laughs> And if you like gadgets, it's got all the gadgets in the world. So yeah, give them a call. Everything you need. Call us at 901-763-DIVE or come by and see us at 999 South Yates Road, just off Poplar. And just do it. Take the first step to diving. Do it. Thank you, Andy. Thanks a lot, Earl. That's Y'all it. have a great week. You too. Have a great one. Uh, there is some uh, rain out there, but the sun's out. So good luck.